Hi, good morning. It's Brenda Eshen Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And we have been doing this podcast, I guess, for five and a half years, maybe by now. I may open it up a little bit and alter it a little and change the title, but it will be the same. Fundamentally exploring exploring with an open mind what this world is, what we are, and how to really enjoy it, live in it with appreciation and with gratitude and with devotion. You know, that's a word that none of us really, we don't use that word much these days. It's not a word that's very popular. It's not a word or a concept that's very current. And yet it is truly something I want to talk about today because devotion is really the heart of our life and our happiness and our well-being. Because when we have devotion, which is love for, loyalty to, appreciation for something, (laughs) another person, a mission, a vision, devotion. We're devoted to it. We are going to stay with that no matter what. No matter what so-called obstacles come or maybe abuse comes or confusion comes or whatever. Because when we stay, are devoted to, are committed to, but devotion is even deeper than commitment because the word devotion means there's... In it, there's a love for what we are devoted to, committed to, connected to. We're not going to abandon it so quickly. We're not going to toss it over our shoulder. Because deep, deep down within, we really, really deep within have a strong sense of its worth, its value. How valuable, how wonderful this is. A person, an idea, maybe, a practice, a job, what, what, a artistic endeavor, whatever it may be. Now, being devoted to something, it takes us through. It keeps us going. It keeps the world, our world and our lives, filled with meaning. Meaning. It's very interesting because when, because we have such a sense of profound appreciation for something and it goes beyond the ups and downs of everyday life ups and downs excuse me and by the way zen wisdom includes the ups and downs of everyday life a very wonderful old zen friend he's not old but a very well maybe he is i don't have any more sense of age myself but He's been practicing many, many, many years. Devoted, devoted, very devoted to the practice. Very devoted. We spoke the other day, and he, to my amazement, was saying how he felt bitter that he had failed at this practice. And I was so startled by that comment. Him of all people, I couldn't get over it. Failed. 
And it hit me, you cannot fail as in practice. It's impossible to fail. And then I went even a little further in my thoughts about it. And I thought, well, you can't fail at anything that you're devoted to because the devotion itself is the pearl of great price. It's giving you so much and you're giving it so much. So how can you fail? Maybe, you know, we set up little benchmarks that we have to meet. This is so interesting, really. We set up so many, so many expectations of ourselves. I have to do this. I have to do that. And it's not just that we set it up. It's put out there in the world. Oh, you're expected to know this, to do that, blah, 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 to, to progress to this point, that point. Of course, true Zen practice, there's no such thing as progressing or regressing. It just is impossible. It can't be, because in truths and practice, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> this moment is, is it. Totally being there with it, totally knowing it, totally embodying it, totally being one with it, accepting it, experiencing it, that's it. There's no other moment. It's right now. And you know what? Well, I didn't break through this. I didn't break through that. That's all. That's all silly because there's nothing to break through. Life presents itself as it does. And also, in our own life, we unravel or we reveal ourselves as we are. And it's all perfect, just as it is. It's fine. It's beautiful. We, when we have that attitude, we become devoted to life itself and to one another. And you know what? We see the enormous perfection and beauty. One moment it's this, the next moment it's that. But if we didn't go through those painful moments, we wouldn't be able to be where we are now, possibly. I mean, we don't, it's not about figuring it out. But in fact, it is a great tapestry that we have awareness of only a very little part of it. A very little part of it. Conscious, and we don't need conscious awareness of everything. We just need to be with the moment as it arises moment by moment. Someone once asked um, Joko Beck, who was a wonderful teacher, she's not alive now, but she was a wonderful, wonderful teacher, about past lives and the whole range of our experience and so forth. And how, is it important to know about that? Whatever's causing these outcomes? And she said, that's Completely beside the point. This moment contains everything, all our lives, everything. Just be there fully, fully, fully. Not always wanting, wanting more, wanting something else, wanting to break through, wanting all that. That's just wanting. It's another form of wanting adulation or wanting to be successful, you know, that whole wish, oh, I've got to be successful to be worth something, to be valuable, to be loved. That's not the heart of a Zen mind. That's more the, the world's materialistic or competitive mindset. Give me this, or oh, I have to reach this benchmark, I've got to get this many sales. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's a valid. And in, in, one frame of reference, but that's not the heart of Zen. And by Zen, I mean it's not the heart of your life. It's something else. 
It's not to be taken in deeply and feel, well, if I don't meet this benchmark or that benchmark, I've failed, I'm not valuable. That's a very dangerous mindset. It's false. It's very false. (sighs) Because when we are devoted, we see how valuable every single person is. Everybody. Everybody. Every experience. Every moment. And our mistakes are incredibly valuable too. They're, They're interesting when you actually are devoted to not tossing yourself out and not rejecting yourself and just being with what the whole framework is. And then you begin to see connections. You don't look for them, but they come to you. You begin to see parts of the tapestry. And it's it's interesting. What we might have labeled as a mistake could have been a very important, powerful moment in our life without which others couldn't have even come. So... It's very dangerous to to have that mindset. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> it's very dangerous to have that mindset. That if I don't fulfill this expectation, that expectation, the other one, my teacher, my community, my whatever. But people set up all these goalposts and images of how life has to be and of how we have to be. And the whole point actually it was in practices to let go of the images, the fantasies, and to be with what is real, with what is wholeheartedly. And by wholeheartedly, that's just another word for saying with devotion to it. Devotion. So it's a very interesting time of year, a time of the Jewish holidays are coming, and all kinds. Today is nine eleven. All kinds of holidays, times of devotion, times of we stop and we acknowledge events. We acknowledge moments. We acknowledge people. It's a time of real devotion to the entirety of our experience. We're returning. We keep returning to those days and try to and we know more about it we encompass it more fully we allow the changes that have happened and are happening and as we allow it and embody it they speak to us It's not that we're putting all kinds of tags on them about how they should be, we should be, what we should have achieved by now. But we allow life itself to speak to us. There's actually a kind of arrogance, which we every single person has at times, where it's my way, I should have done this. It's about me, me, me. It's always about me. What have I achieved? Where where have I come? Have I succeeded? When we let that go, then we can really first be devoted. Everything is not about me, 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 <laughs> and what I've accomplished, what I haven't accomplished, what I will accomplish. It's, that's that's all head stuff. That's all. Those are just fantasies. 
And it comes from also a fantasy about who you are, what me is. Well, if I have accomplished all this, then I'm I'm successful. I'm a good person. I can be good. I can be loved. I can be fulfilled. However, if we notice that never does fulfill us anyway, no matter how much we seem to have accomplished. So at these times of holidays and times of recognition, it's nice to notice what is fulfilling what takes us through a life in a beautiful way. And somehow I'm returning again and again these days to the word devotion, devotion. That's so fulfilling. That's so beautiful to be devoted to a person, to an activity, to a practice, to something, to a project, no matter. And and that sense of, okay, I'm here with you, I'm here for you, no matter what without any qualifications. That's a very fulfilling way to live and state of mind to be in. So I really wanted to share that with you today, and I thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Uh, Have a wonderful day. And by the way, my new blog, as I mentioned, is called Turn the Page, which I'm going to do soon, turnthepage.com. No, not dot com. Turn the page dot live. L I V E. Take a peek. Come join us. We've got a lot of nice surprises on it. Thank you so much again for listening. And the URL for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. My email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you.